titties are dope dude i have that as one of my notes i think i've said that before in this pod many many times so there's another t-shirt titties are dope yeah one of my notes is dudes really love boobs Mm. and it was like the friday 13th remake there you go and it wasn't because of me seeing them be like oh titties it wasn't that it was anytime anytime boobs are shown in these horror movies they're all so like whoa yeah i don't like it's boobs i've never (laughs) i've yeah i've never reacted that way to seeing a pair of naked breasts it's cool all i do is i just like i you know you get the oh this is what we're doing like okay (laughs) well (laughs) pour me a glass of milk why don't you I just found the Friday 13th remake on Blu-ray this weekend at a thrift shop. So I picked that up for like three bucks. Yeah, I think I randomly have that Blu-ray because I think I got it for five bucks at a FYE. Yeah, I was just was like, nice fun. it's like, why not? Why not? You know, a movie I don't have on Blu-ray. The Barn. The Barn. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did. Um, they make I will right? now. I'll have, yeah, yeah. Through Scream Team Releasing, who is run by justin seaman the director he has scream team releasing they've they're a pretty nice little indie horror distribution company and they've released um like my buddy michael balif's the witching season my mm-hmm. other friend jacob perrett's spine chiller which i was a producer on um actually got one right here this is from a uh, scream team right here this little mm-hmm. spine chiller blue I, I see the poster at the back yep um and I, they're pretty cool and they put out some really nice indie horror flicks and it's a nice little community and it all started with the barn in 2016 because that was a cult hit and um we have our own little story about or i have a story about it (laughs) Mm -hmm. um that we can get into but yeah that's kind of why i picked it because it's despite what you think of it it's a it's a halloween movie a hundred percent yeah absolutely and as we get into the spooky season i just thought you know what why don't, it's time jeff finally saw the barn like he should have back in 20 20 early late 2015 early 2016 when we drove to south charleston south carolina all the way from baltimore maryland when i was living there at the time <laughs> to attend a film festival for uh, a short film we did called sickos the right. screenplay was nominated for an award and i was I, I asked everybody, all of our friends at the time, if they wanted to go, and you were the only one who committed. So we hopped in my car one weekend and drove down. And I had I worked at a hotel at the time, so I had a really really cheap discount on the room. It was twenty five bucks per night. <laughs> and uh, dude, that's like one of my th- that trip is one of my favorite fucking memories. 
that I have of us. It definitely had its ups and downs, but goddamn, do I cherish that fucking trip? Even though <laughs> maybe it wasn't worth it. <laughs> I mean, well, look, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is why it's, this is definitely a good pick because it's face like we went. Now we weren't up against the barn, were we? Was the barn for the screenplay award, or was the the barn wasn't? So we were in the short film category because. Okay. And so I don't even remember what we were against. I think the barn was, I think the barn was pretty much in every category. Um, well, either way, we were at a, uh, a little film festival that can, that the Crimson Screen Horror Film Festival. We were a nominee along with this movie. So that's kind of cool. I mean, that's, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, especially because I mean, I submitted the film and the only thing that it got nominated for was the script. So I really, uh, that meant a lot to me at the time. I really needed that because mm-hmm. um, i'd never i never had that before so that was really nice and i think looking back i was just you know i was what i don't even think i'd turned 21 yet or, no i maybe i had but i was a young filmmaker you know i just got nominated so i was really i was like we gotta go to this festival <laughs> you know looking yeah. back now if that happened to me now i'd probably just be like oh my screenplay got nominated all right cool they'll send me the award if i win if not I'm not going to waste all that time and money to go. Um, not that it's not, a, you know, it's a good time if you're that kind of person who wants to go and network. But I'd say, honestly, you and I are not those fucking guys no. at all. Uh, well, I proved that I wasn't. <laughs> well, we don't mind meeting people naturally, you know, but it's just trying to go there and introduce yourself and make conversation out of fucking nothing. It just ain't in either of ours uh, wheelhouse. So somehow I roped you into this and we drove down and it was a pretty, it was a long drive, but I mean, we did good and it fucking sang along the way and Vine was still around at the time. So we were making Vines Mm -hmm. and I think, I think the trip back was smoother or the trip down was smoother than the trip back. Certainly. Mm. See, I, for whatever reason, I remember the trip back being smoother. Because um, we, it was, what, it was a fucking, what, eight hours or some shit? Yeah. Well, the only thing I would say that was bad on the way down, remember, we were so hungry. But we, me and Jeff always make a point, if we ever travel together or travel separately even, to some place we've never been, we don't try and eat at fast food joints. We try and eat somewhere that is fucking, like, you're not going to find anywhere else like a mom and pop shop or something like that. Um, just so you can experience the area a little bit. Yeah. We're both, we're actually both alike in that aspect. This is like one of the, you can tell, I know it's a small thing, but it's kind of like, Oh, this is one of the reasons why we're friends. Like we're both like this in this aspect because we don't want to be like, Hey, here's a McDonald's coming up in a few miles. Let's turn up this exit. We're like, you want to grab some nugs? (laughs) What's some McNugs? I think I can do no, it with the big like, Mac. We're talking like what's not around where we live or where haven't we been or what's something that we're probably not going to come across again. Mm-hmm. And looking back, this was fucking years ago. I still have never eaten a, again at a Shoney's. <laughs> and I know that's like a popular chain if you're a traveler, but I haven't been back to a Shoney's or Logan's fucking steakhouse. I think it was called Logan's. Never been back there either. So at the end of the day, or O'Charlie's, 
or O'Charlie's. That was the place we had at South Carolina once we were there. So yeah. So I'm I'm very happy with what we pulled off. Well, we so well, dude, the trip down was fucking hit. Every there's like little bits every time we talk about this that I remember that are so fucking funny. And we'll get to the movie in a second, everybody. We'll get there. But so we were driving down and we were so hungry, but we didn't want to stop at any of the exits. We kept pushing on and we saw Logan's steakhouse, remember? And I missed, I got off on the wrong, I got off on the exit, but then I wound up having to do a U-turn and I wound up accidentally just getting back on 95 because I thought it was going, and I was like, no, no, we had no choice. There's, we were on 95 getting back on the on-ramp and we're looking at Logan's steakhouse just through the trees right next to the ramp. I was like, wave, I was like, wave. So we fucking, (laughs) we have to keep going. And we're starving and finally we pull over and we find a place called Shoney's, which I've been before because I, it's a I, it's a chain. So it's mm-hmm. not a mom and pop shop, but Jeff had never been there. We were starving. We said, fuck it. And it actually was pretty damn good. I remember we sat outside and the food was fucking pretty delicious, but maybe because we were also hungry. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> and not just hungry, like, you know, I think I could eat. We were, we hadn't eaten breakfast i don't think we left pretty early i think we just got in the car and started heading that way oh yeah we got in there and we were so hungry and hours would keep going by but we're like so hell-bent on no we're not stopping at like some fucking bullshit we've been to so we're just looking at every single exit and it just so happened that it took forever to get to the point where it's like no nah, maybe the next one let's maybe another few miles let's check what the next few miles are yeah. and then it got to the point where it's like hey man at this point give us something if I've never been there, if one of us has never been there before, we're turning the fuck in. So we ended up at Shoney's. Which <laughs> was fine. So then we finally get to our hotel. We get to South Charleston, South Carolina. I've never been there before. I've driven up and up and down to Maryland so many times, but I've never really stopped off in a lot of places. And I don't know what to say about South Charleston because I don't want to insult anybody <laughs> that might live there that might listen to this on the off chance. But it was definitely, at, at least in the area we were in, sketchy as hell. And I was uncomfortable as soon as we fucking pulled in because it was nighttime. I checked us into our hotel room real quick. And we were like at the end of the fucking building, bottom floor, literal end of the building next to like a ravine do you remember that like there was wire fencing great mm-hmm. fencing and then a fucking just empty ravine with trash all in it and then there were people all on top of the balcony looking down there were people outside just and they were very undesirable looking i can't remember if they looked uh, like bikers or just uh, uh i don't know they just looked like low lives they just looked what? on <laughs> they look uh, dirty I mean, and look like, yeah look obviously not trying to fucking insult anyone but there was a specific type of vibe that you got from these people where you're walking and people are looking at you and it's just like man I and i i dude i look at the best for everybody like the like i grew up with friends that were like covered in, i've grew up with friends who people i saw people look at like that but i knew they weren't bad people they were like so i yeah. I, I understand so i don't insult anyone but, but it was just a vibe. It, it was, was a vibe. It, it was, was a vibe. And everyone there fit the vibe. And then when we got into the hotel, so what type of hotel that it was, I was, I think you thought I was like, oh God, this is fucking awful. I didn't care that 
that much i did i mean i could recognize like okay like it was not the best place but i was fine it was good and I was like, well i think i just felt degree. bad because i was the host of the trip and like as soon as i walked in i was like holy shit this is awful what have i done like i should have known but it was a you know it was the i thought it'd be all right because i've stayed at quality inns before they've never been that fucking bad but this was one of the worst hotel rooms i ever stayed in there was blood drops on the pillowcase <laughs> There's a blood drop in the pillowcase. There's this like giant fucking tar stain in the carpet. As soon as you walk in, the lock was broken on the door. Remember? Oh yeah. Because that's why we barricaded the door with everything we, else. We literally have pictures of it. When I post, when we post this episode, if you go to our Instagram at Horflix podcast, uh, under the thumbnail for this episode, I'll have pictures of the hotel room and pictures from that trip there. If you want to see, but including the red carpet which we'll mention a little later from uh, mm. the <laughs> festival <laughs> that, was one of the, that was one of the biggest laughs because on the way down i knew that we weren't going to some like award show well you know hold on I mean? hold on the the online their photos from past film festivals they were in like a giant theater they had like a nice big uh place to take photos i mean it was totally it looked le seriously legit mm -hmm. and this was the 2015 one and they're like we're saying this is where we're gonna have it and then you can walk the red carpet and watch some indie horror films so i was like i didn't think it was going to be this huge re regal event but i just <laughs> i just read that to you and i thought it'd be in a big theater because that's what all the other pictures showed mm -hmm. um and then when we got there the next day we pull up and it's in this, I don't even know what you would call it, dude. What what was it? Like a fucking uh a half-ass conference VF, conference hall? room. I was gonna say VFW, but that'd be giving it too much credit because I've seen nice VFW halls. <laughs> well, that's but that's pretty close to what it was. Yeah, yeah. And there was no shitting you must have been 10 feet long, little fucking red carpet. A little strip <laughs> <laughs> out in front, and Jeff just goes, Hey, there's the red carpet. And I just happened to look at it and dude we fucking laughed so goddamn hard and it was on the outside leading to the entrance of the door like open like literally it could it's like a little runner it was a runner yeah. that you could buy at ollie's outlet <laughs> but it was it's just bucks. red for 15 bucks it's like it, there's no, nothing <gasps> inside and, they, and just with the perfect delivery because we talked about it before i was like hey there's your red carpet <laughs> and we're just in the i have a picture of it uh, so go to our instagram at horflix podcast mm -hmm. um, but back to the hotel room real quick there's the tar stain blood stain on the pillows um we've barricaded the door the bathroom was actually kind of like i think the cleanest part of the room and that's not saying a lot but it was it was fine um but the grossest thing was I took off my shoe, my shoes oh. and my socks, and because I I don't like wearing shoes and socks if I don't have to, and especially since I've been driving all day, and I was walking around and at some point I think I was laying on the bed and did you notice it, or did yeah, I? Yeah, I noticed it? it. I mean, I brought it up in the, I noticed it, and then basically okay, so we did a a little short while we were there, like a little sketch while we were there, and on the fly. And a lot of the things that we said and did, we kind of just used and brought it over to the sketch. But a lot of the stuff came up naturally because he's laying, Dylan, Nix is laying there on the bed 
with and his bare feet are there and i'm you know i'm wearing a snowsuit no I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you're laying there and i'm looking and the bottom of your feet are just completely black and i'm just like guy how are you walking around on this carpet with no shoes and socks you've seen this place right i'm not sure i would do it in a regular hotel and this one and then sure enough i mean we used it in the bit i mean it's maybe we can post that bit on the instagram crimson hotel i think <laughs> it was called so yeah and because well we were in the hotel room and it was pretty late and i think we made the decision then because we had to do a quick turnaround i think we made it it was like we wanted to go see the short films and then there was like two features playing that day we made it to the last day of the festival we didn't make the whole thing it was the last day of the festival um so that night we decided hey why don't we just sleep in wake up miss the first chunk of the festival and then go see a feature film see the short films or no come back take a nap and then go back and see a feature and then after that feature it would be the ceremony and we'd bounce right and just head back home and drive through the night and we were both pumped about that idea uh and we were just jazzed up so we went to walmart and i remember going around walmart and we were just hunting props trying to come up with the bit we were like we have a hotel room what's what's the what's the bit so we wound up buying two bottles of wine mm-hmm. one you bought red i bought white yeah wine glasses cheese I bought a Lunchable uh, yeah. in case I got hungry. Um, what, do we, uh, any other props? No, I was because I was already drinking vodka from the bottle on the way there. Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> so I had that, and I was like, we can get wine too. And then I think that was our only props that we just got back and threw together a bit. And then when I edited the bit, it completely changed the entire story of the bit. It's tough to explain. We won't dive into that too much because it's so. Yeah, if you hopefully we'll post this on our podcast, and we are having a website up pretty soon, so maybe we'll post things like that there. Um, yeah, at some that'd point. be perfect. So, Crimson Hotel, guys, if you're listening to this and you want to go find it, hopefully it's on our Instagram or website at the time. But anyways, we got back, we filmed the bit, and I made the mistake of drinking damn near that whole bottle of wine with no other food on my stomach, really. Um, no water. We didn't, I don't think we bought water. So I had nothing. And I went to bed and had one of the worst nights of my life where I woke up and felt so sick and just had to keep getting up to piss. I think I shipped, like had to ship really bad. My stomach was just all, uh, and took me forever to go back to sleep so then we finally woke up and decided to go to the festival but we went to get food first and where did we go oh charlie's <laughs> this i've never been there it's like an irish pub i guess it's a chain too um pretty good food and do you remember our waitress's name michaela michaela <laughs> she was su- she was a good looking waitress and jeff and i wrote a song just for her <laughs> which we're gonna debut here yeah totally and here we go right now let's play the music (laughs) we talked about we talked to this waitress and she seemed so genuinely interested and that's what a waitress is supposed to do yeah of course and i know that so i was way less engaging than you were and you kept going on and just describing the entire thing and you're going back and forth and she's saying stuff and i'm just kind of like 
All right, man. Because I, I don't know. I just always feel like I liked her. I liked her a lot. I'm not saying she was like this, but I don't genuinely like normally engage with waitresses to that extent because at the end of the day, there's a there's a a give and take going on, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, her name was Michaela. She was an attractive lady. She was really nice, and then she was telling us stuff about her too. So it did kind of even out like what she wanted to do. And anyway, uh, yeah. So on the way on the way back because i mean we had eight hours in the car together we were all i remember we had more lyrics to this song it was so good but i know we had michaela thinking about what to say to you <laughs> and i don't know what the fuck came dude we came up with that. an entire fucking song and i don't even remember the lyrics anymore but... and we laughed and talked about how we should write this down and how the lyrics were actually were like how beautiful this song could be and to this day, all I remember is Michaela thinking about what to say to you. And then it all made sense, too. Yeah. And so, Michaela, if you worked at O Charlie's in South Carolina in 2015 and you stumbled across this podcast, reach out. Love I'll to work. have you on. Yeah. Catch up. <laughs> I'd like to get to know you. <laughs> I'm still thinking about what to say to you. Isn't that crazy? We had that a special moment that we both remember with this complete stranger who, who probably does. doesn't remember us a fucking wink. Not even <laughs> a little bit. Not even a little bit. And by the way, the entire like it got to the point where you we have exhausted conversations so much. I mean, you and I could talk fucking forever, especially now. Mm-hmm. But back then, I think there was like a point where it's just like oh, I'm going to zone out with like with my headphones or something. And over top of whatever I was listening to or whatever fucking game I was playing on my phone, it's Dylan just shrieking with laughter because he's listened to the Blue Collar Comedy Tour CD for a while. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> he's listening. He has a Blue Collar Comedy Tour CD and he's laughing with that. High, like, <laughs> like he's, it's killing him. Like he's laughing at these punchlines as if like, yeah, this is good shit. And I was like, oh man, we gotta get there soon. Hey, Ron, <laughs> because salad white. <laughs> we gotta get we gotta get to the hotel before the blue collar comedy tour rides again. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I had that CD too. Um, yeah, I had the DVDs somewhere. But uh yeah, so then we finally get to the festival. We see the red carpet. Jeff and I walk it about three steps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we get in and it is a literal fucking small vfw like little hall and they've got just rows of fucking metal chairs that you would see at a uh just i don't even know what kind of chairs that you're called but it's just your standard chairs for events that you just need you know you know what it seemed like away. i don't know if people are familiar with this i'm just trying to like get them to get a, a good mental i mean that's what you <laughs> a good podcast i think does is trying to describe it properly if anyone has ever went like in high school had those uh, pods that you had to take the class outside and you had to walk there's like where you had like trailers outside or pods outside it kind of was like inside of one of those it was just very minimalist for sure it was very disappointing underwhelming and kind of embarrassing because i had told jeff you know like oh they do it in big theater. i think i even showed you pictures of that like past events mm-hmm. or a link so it was just you walk in and they had just like a wall that had their logo on it, like at film festivals where you can take pictures in front of. And it was so small. I, I like wanted to take a picture, but it was like right there in front of everybody. And so I was like, oh, I'm not doing this. And I do have a picture where I went and got a selfie right before we left. Yeah. 
but it's so shitty even though i look happy as fuck because i'm just like hey i made it um so we had to sit down in these chairs and they're they have like some free beer i think or something and dude i don't know if you remember this but the actress the lead actress felissa rose from return uh, from sleepaway camp was there she was right there at the end like like in like a little at a table with like dvds and stuff and just like i guess like as a guest and i knew her but i i like wasn't you know oh my god we made eye contact at one point and she smiled i just nodded and waved um and that was after you were back at the hotel room so we so we get there we grab we we check in we get our badges even though it's it's useless like there's not there's hardly anyone here um it's a small ass room so we sit down and they have the projector going and we're like all right well we're gonna watch the first movie which is evil eye (laughs) which maybe i should have picked two for this pod um you can actually still watch it on youtube i think i follow i subscribe to the guy after that oh good um we won't dive into that but basically jeff hated it oh come on i (laughs) hate hate is such a strong word because it's just like you know, I told you, I was like, I respect anyone who takes the time to go through with this, but they showed this movie, and I'm sitting here thinking, and this is not me being biased at all. Play sick. I'm like, like you could have showed Sickos instead of this fucking movie. I mean, what the fuck are we doing? Like, I, I, to the point where the movie's been, and I'm looking around, like, cool, like, this guy made a movie with his granddaughter or whatever the fuck, and, he, and then they do, like, a fucking... He talks about it afterwards. Oh yeah, Q and A. Yeah, yeah. And it took him years. And there's a Q and A. I'm like, they're like, where did you buy that prop? It's so cool. And he's like, oh, just like Hobby Lobby. Just Hobby Lobby. It's like, I'm in the back. And by the way, like, I'm having a little bit of like, I have. It was even worse then, but I'm having. I have. I have. I got real bad anxiety, and my, it started fucking with me. I felt uncomfortable, and. Nick's and I like weren't sitting like next to each other and I felt awkward. I felt weird. I was like, oh no. Like, oh, I need that to... was my bad. Yeah, that was just because we had shitty seats where we sat and I said, hey, can we go move over there? And I think there was like only one chair or maybe you just didn't want to move or whatever. And I was like, well, I'm going to go over there so I can see better. And then I'm sitting there like watching it. I'm just like, get me the fuck out of here. And it's like, cool. I'm happy. Like, I love creativity. I'm glad that the person made it. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, what shit script and yeah, we're not being pretentious Writing? either. No, when we absolute, say that he got the prop not. from Hobby Lobby. Like I've done that shit. It was just the fact that it seemed like um, it just seemed like it wasn't genuine. I think that was a problem. Sickos was so. There's so much more. Like oh my god, like just because just uh, see, it's gonna come off like I'm being like shitty on the thing, but I guess it was like Sickos we've been through so much shit and we had multiple people in it and this guy got to record some shit like on a a cargo ship yeah and he got that location and we're taking we're asking this guy q a and it's not like the person had like he was entertained like dylan would have been entertaining like during this shit like like with answering the questions or like making jokes or Thanks, even like even if they fucking fucking put me up there if i could at least tell it in an interesting way to make it fun and we like i'd be self-deprecating like to myself to the film 
how it came about. It this was gentleman just, was older and very dry. And, and so uninteresting, just yeah. like the f- film he made. <laughs> and I'm just like, what are we doing? Like, to the point where I'm kind of looking around. I was like, we all going to pretend? Like, of course, like, obviously, like, like, yeah, man, good job getting that done. Like, and used your granddaughter. That's cool. And, it, and I, I actually felt something in my heart of like, you can look back at that. And your yeah. granddaughter can look back at that. And like know that you've done that together, and that's so cool. Like if I'm in for the record, I like the movie too. Yeah, and you thought I was fucking crazy though. I remember you're like, you like that? I said, what? (laughs) I said, what are we doing? So then, uh, we'll get past the evil eye because we got to get to the barn. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) But this this lead up is all important because it's it's just hysterical. Um. You decided you didn't want to stick around, and I could feel it, obviously. Mm. And we were still planning to leave that night. So I said, all right, dude. And our hotel was far enough away to where it was like, fuck. How about this? I'll drive you back during this this short film segment, and I'll get back in time, hopefully, to catch the feature, which I really wanted to check out, which was the barn, because it sounded really good. Mm. Um, So I... We drove you... I dropped you back off at the hotel. I think you said you showered and then just took a nap. Um yeah i was i remember laying there and watching there's like a ufc pay-per-view going on at like a weird time i think i was laying about or i was watching either way or i was like watching the ufc that happened the night before i was like watching the main event of the ufc and i think i caught a nap okay meanwhile i'm hightailing it back to the festival because i really want to see this movie so i got back and i think i managed to squeeze in a few shorts before the barn started and the shorts i saw were pretty good Except for one I saw, which we're not going to get into because we're already talking too much. Um, I don't even know why I mentioned that. But finally, the barn premieres. And I'm like, awesome. Fucking yeah. Dude, right away, I was like, Jeff, why aren't you fucking here? Like, this is what we need to be. Wa- this is like what I was expecting. Mm. I, it has the Halloween vibes. It, it's, it's just perfect. It's what we both love. I was like, God damn. I can't even like I'm not even gonna be able to show him this, you know what I mean? It's not because like it's playing now. It's not released or anything yet. So I was like, well, oh well. So we watched it, and then afterwards, the director had a Q and A, and that shit was the most fascinating Q and A. I mean, he he had stories about this flick that were just insane. I wish I could remember more of them, but he was just a genuine fucking filmmaker who had a hard story. And me and you, if you had been there, we could have related because of the fucking trouble we went through with sickles and eventually would go through with baron von laffa spookathon he went through with this even worse so um at some point um i think they had to fire their special effects soup guy whatever and it cost them a couple thousand dollars to have to reshoot all of those scenes um something else happened too where the budget just was like the movie was halfway done and then they just couldn't go on anymore and some actors moved away to New York and the director managed to get everyone back and get enough money to finish it. And people came back and worked on it for free because they just believed in the project. And they finally got it done after so long and just all this crazy shit. So it was just, and he was humble and just like getting a little choked up. So it was just really fucking cool to see. So then it was time for the award show. So I left, went and got you, came back and Spoiler alert, we didn't wind up winning for Sickos. (laughs) 
that category came so quick. I think it was like one of the first ones they mentioned. It's like, and the winner is whatever. We're just like, oh, well, that was the end of that. <laughs> Evil eye. <laughs> no, that was a feature. Ours was a short. And uh, finally, they're getting to the, you know, I was just like, well, let's stick around and wait till we, uh, let's see who just wins and then we'll leave. Oh, before I went though, while I was watching the barn, I made the mistake. I, I made the mistake of still not having drink in anything other than when we were at O'Charlie's. And even though I'm not a drinker, I thought it would make me look cool if I had a, an alcoholic beverage at this event and just sat there and drank a beer and hung out. So I, I had a Michelob ultra light in a small ass can and it was lukewarm. <laughs> and as we get into the, uh, after I went and picked you up and came back to the, we checked out of our hotel room early so we were we were out and i fucking started having a migraine which i get occasionally and i was like "Uh oh maybe it'll go away though because we have to drive back award ceremony the barn crushes it do you remember that they won i think maybe three or four awards justin won best director i know it won best feature film i think it even won fan if like fan favorite of whatever Mm -hmm. i can't remember them all I think it won best one-liner like four times too. We'll get into that too. I don't even remember that, but uh, it definitely it's and then do you, I don't know if you remember, but Justin when he accepted the awards, like he couldn't believe it. He was just like f- fucking completely blown away. Was so like, that over was just... the evil eye? Are you kidding me? Did you hear the story about the grandfather and the granddaughter? And I won with a real script and project, guys. Most humble motherfucker in the history. Hold on. Of the- we were there the third day. We didn't get to see all the other shorts. Literally, your only experience with the Crimson Screen Horror Film Festival of 2015 was the evil eye. Yeah. You saw nothing else. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I saw this too. <laughs> fuck all. Okay, of it. now you've seen the barn. Um yeah. so after that we left and we'll come back because we've been talking about this whole trip towards the end. We'll talk about our trip home. But the barn, dude. Um I loved it when I saw it. I've always wanted to rewatch it. When it came out and I started seeing that the film was getting a fucking following and suddenly Scream Team releasing was born and all the cool shit they, they started doing. Um, I remember I actually talked to Justin for like just a few minutes before I came and picked you up. And he was just a solid, genuine dude. I was just telling him like, congrats. And I think like he was like, where we talked like where are you from that kind of thing what are you here for and i told him he's like oh that's awesome um i'd like to see the short and i think we actually exchanged like he added me as a friend on facebook or something at the time i can't remember mm-hmm. but i don't think he's ever seen sickos and i, I hope not <laughs> um the barn it came out on it's out on Tubi tv and i've wanted you to watch this for so long because of our our trip it was like I needed Jeff to finally see the barn to see what he missed because I've always been curious would he have liked it or would he have just been like holy shit this fucking thing like first the evil eye and all this and here we are I gotta say the first and foremost watching this was definitely a okay let's see 2015 here we are 2021 I feel like I finally put, in a weird way, I finally put the cap on the trip of South Carolina years ago. It's like, okay, there it is. I watched it. 
so i'm there's legit like a small like you know like a relief of okay like that it there it was kind of special to me to finally see this and when i watched this movie with everything we just said and that's why it was important that we said all that sorry if it's taking us so long to get to the movie but to me that's what made this movie mean more to me is finally watching this i have a whole entire backstory into this that and then when i watched this movie with the background of all the shit that you tell me that because you told me that before all the shit that they went through and then all the shit that we went through and then that wasn't even close to what we went through on the next thing we started working on mm-hmm. so it's like it definitely i was appreciative uh, it's one of those things where it's like you know what like there's one for the good guys like when they mm-hmm. were when people gave them recognition like recognition for it so in that sense i'm very happy that it's on 2b tv i'm happy that it got a little bit of a following and i'm happy for all the things that they were able to pull off on even though i mean maybe on like a smaller scale than what most people might everything everything else that we covered compared to that but i'm very happy that we're covering this for those reasons for sure so it's definitely like i'm really happy with the choice and well, I mean, it, it became so popular. They even crowdfunded a, uh, a sequel, The Barn Part Two, Zombie Railroad, I believe is what it's called. <laughs> um, and they crowdfunded it. I forget how much they got. I actually gave some money, but they had some cool perks where, like, you could be, a, I think, a zombie in the film, um, some other shit. And I wanted to do that, but it got a little too expensive at the time. But COVID, I think, fucked their production a little bit from what I've been told um so right now i don't know if the movie's even done if they're still filming what have you but hopefully we'll get that because i'd still like to see that um but yeah dude the barn for those that haven't seen it go check it out on tubi jeff what did you think i can't wait what did what did you think of the movie aside from we have this special little connection to it memory your honest opinion as a as a viewer how did you feel about the barn I feel like we should save it until we talk about it. We'll talk about it at the damn end. Damn it. God damn it. <laughs> because, by the way, if they go through with this crowdfunded sequel and COVID ruins it, they should lean into like how it got messed up due to COVID and they should call it the darn. <laughs> <laughs> I hang up my headphones and that's the last stupid ass joke I make and I walk upstairs and shoot myself. Well, let's talk about why I wanted to hear what you thought because this is the first time I've rewatched it since I saw it back in 2015. Okay. I forgot a lot. I think I even texted you I forgot a lot yes. or something like that. And that that made me wonder. I was like cuz you texted me that before I watched it. I watched this movie today. I mean, I'm talking hours ago. I watched mm-hmm. this so when you said that, I was like, oh, now did he get caught up in the moment back in 2015 and the, whatever the things we were doing and now he watched it with fresh eyes and this new thing and then he pulled back and be like, oh, okay. I thought it was one of those. 
it was my initial thought to your text. So when I started watching it, I was like, okay, well, let's see, like, what are we in for? And like, did you take notes during this or did you just go in? I, no, I didn't take notes. I was going to, but I just kind of wanted to sit down and enjoy it because I really did want to watch it. And um, did you watch it? Cause alone? I knew, yeah. Cause I knew it was a good Halloween despite what you think of it, it's a solid Halloween flick. If you can't feel the nostalgia just oozing out of this thing, then you don't have eyes. I mean, it just, it fucking oozes Halloween 80s nostalgia. So I just really want, (laughs) I just wanted to enjoy it. But that said, it did, it it shocked me because I was like, I don't remember it being this. I didn't remember it leaning that hard into certain elements. Um, Such elements? Like, okay. The acting. I remember it being actually pretty fucking decent. And I remember um, like stories that the director talking about some of the cast members like coming back and working for free and, and one actor who like almost couldn't and they would have had to reshoot everything, but he did it. So I was like, fucking applaud. And they're all good in the movie. But rewatching it, I was just like, holy shit. I get that it's supposed to be cheesy. It's supposed to be a cheesy movie ripped right out of the 80s but it sometimes it crosses like over into oh no this isn't even like now it's like cringy and it's and it's it's not enjoyable uh and i'm saying that in a nice way because i still like the film but it was just like holy fuck i like to where i got on my phone just because i felt uncomfortable Mm -hmm. at certain points because it was just I, too on the nose, if you know what I'm saying. Yes, it. it I mean, it. Okay, I mean, it's so is this is kind of fucking hard to talk about, because I have down as like my like fourth note. It says great acting. Now I don't want to <laughs> shit. I don't. I don't want to shit on anybody in this in this by any means. Everybody, fucking props to you, and thank you for doing. We can tell this. you love this movie. Loved working on it. And that's all that matters. Oh, I, I seriously, I love that. I loved, I love knowing that. And maybe, maybe having that, like if we get to the recommendation point, I kind of prefer, this is one of the first movies that I think I prefer. Listen to us talk about it first, maybe. And then like, Mm. that's one of the first times I think I felt that way. Get the backstory or look into it more, but you could definitely tell it was like, okay, this there's there's levels to this mm-hmm. this made me realize like oh wow you know what not just anybody can jump up and be like can you be a part of this movie mm-hmm. and just do it and it, like you can tell like and it's it's the like line deli- like the, the the delivery of a sentence yeah. like they go up and the cadence and everything is so it, it's very very weird at times well it's even more it's a little bit more confusing and frustrating when you know that it's supposed to be that way like that's probably the direction they were given they Mm -hmm. you know we're probably just taking right hey the director probably pointed to an inspiration from the 80s that means a lot to him and said hey look at the way they're saying their lines in the scene look how fucking crazy and wonky it is do that you think so you think so do you think it was that well thought out to like have cadence or deliver it in a weird cadence in a weird way i I would rather give them the credit than say that they just winged it because the movie does such a great job of being 
the cinematography is fucking gorgeous and on point. It legit feels like an old 80s horror flick. Um, the plot is silly, but fun. I don't know. But I think the problem is, is I don't think necessarily all of the actors were that uh, equipped skillfully enough to really make it seem more genuine than just, holy fuck, this is just, this is just uncomfortable. See, I didn't get the hardcore 80s thing that much either. I I felt like it was pushed so hard through uh, dialogue and specific words that they would try and use where I'm just like, guys, how many times are we going to say, you know, uh, grody or yeah. whatever words that they kept saying? That's and- what, yeah. That's what I was going to say took me out of the 80s vibe was because it goes too far into what they think is what's going to make it feel nostalgic to the point where certain dialogue and just scenes kind of take me out of it. One of them, skipping forward just a little bit, I forgot totally about the gratuitous breast breasts that we see three or four different shots up close on these fucking titties. And I mean... We like titties, but I genuinely felt, oh fuck, I don't remember this. This, ew. Did, did we pan from titty to titty? Yeah, up close. And then it comes the to the guy like, oh whoa, yeah, boobs, b e w b s. Instead of b o o b s, this guy was like boobs. And I get it. I mean, tits are a part of horror. It's just the it's the way it is but in this because i knew it was an indie crowd or indie low budget thing it just and i get what they were going for i was like did we need four fucking close-up shots i mean maybe they're making fun of it but to actually do it to make fun of it is what <laughs> threw me threw me for a loop that's like if you were like yeah. hey you know we hate graphic rape scenes in our movies and in, in movies so let's parody that by having a graphic rape scene in ours and just do a bunch of up close shots of it, it just felt very out of place See, and that's I how th- the dialogue felt too i thought when she pulled like pulled her tits out and it was still in the bra and she was just kind of like which is not necessarily something that i don't think you do <laughs> but when she did that i thought that's what that was our cat yeah of like oh, i didn't okay. think they were coming out no, 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 no. I was like, yeah, I was like, okay, that, like, cool. I was like, hey, very nice. And she, like, did that little thing. And it played into the whole vibe. And then they eventually, like, come out later. And I'm not going to sit here and be a man and, like, complain that, like, oh, get those titties out of my goddamn face. But it was like, oh, I mean, we didn't need, I don't know if we needed the, yeah, I don't know. It, it, was it weird, just right? made the movie feel a little gross for a second. And I'm not a prude, but it just, it was, I think it was just because if it they jumped to like three or four different shots and then we get mm-hmm. close up of like to where I'm like holy fuck yeah. there's her nipples just in like and then there was that then, then it flashed on the screen at the bottom right hand corner put on your 3D glasses now I'm like they really added a 3D scene for this <laughs> <laughs> could you could you imagine and I just like look in my like TV and there's like a sliver and I pull out 2B TV 3D glasses I'm like oh <laughs> no shit uh, yeah I thought that and was you're still weird. disgusted but uh, you're I'm wearing just... the <laughs> I can't believe they did this and shit. drinking off this is bullshit 
this is such fucking this exploitation. Is such, this is such exploitation. Well, well, still going. But yeah, um, the hard rock, like the music that. Was, yeah, dude, that was the. Uh, yes, go ahead. Yes. I feel like we did it every time. Not only what, like, if okay, it wasn't just like a when someone would like cock a gun, then the hard rock music plays. It was like anytime they had a plan, anytime things got heightened at all, hard rock, hard rock, hard, like, every, like, it was like, oh my God. There's so many scenes of whenever some business is about to pick up in the slightest manner, even if we're not about to fight, even if someone comes up with a good idea, I think we should go do this. Me too, brother. Grody. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like okay like let's let's maybe save it for but i also at the same time i didn't know what they were going for exactly i didn't know if it was like a if that was a bit i didn't know if it was supposed to be funny at some times I, I like i said i didn't know what i was watching yeah technically like i said you know what i mean so i don't want to take it over. to sum it up in what you just said i think the problem is is they overindulge too much of the same thing throughout whereas if you had just taken out uh, you know cut that in half it would have given us the effect that we needed for this to be a nostalgic 80s throwback and not be overboard but the dialogue and the acting that goes with it gets so tiresome instead of enjoyable i feel i feel like i don't know if this makes sense but i feel like if we talked to the the was it was the director writer and everything too like writer, writer director writer? editor okay um he even played the boogeyman i i bet if we sat here and we talked to him and he told us his viewpoints and told us what he was going for we'd be like oh shit fuck yeah hell yeah like i love that yeah but since i'm sitting here i don't exactly and I, I don't know if this even makes sense but i feel like i'm like oh so that's what oh my god then you got it right okay cool yeah no i but got I, what you're saying I guess just because I don't exactly know where we were at. I don't know if there was supposed to be a little comedy. I don't know if there was supposed to be this. I don't know if we're supposed to be making fun of the 80s. I don't know if we're supposed like I don't just because I don't exactly know what they're trying to do, I think that's what fucked me up a little bit. I think, dude, for me it happened right away in the very first scene with our lead characters, the best friend in the I forget the characters' names. Because we get the intro with the little girl trick-or-treating and they go to the barn and that was a fine cold open she gets her fucking head that was aggressive in. that was aggressive and she like she gets her head stabbed with the fucking pickaxe or whatever yeah. and then she's screaming during it yeah if she's like still alive out. and this is like a, a cute little girl with pigtails and holding a doll and i'm like god damn here we go so, but I, I mean i loved it but then it was the second scene and now it's like 30 years later and we see our lead character, and he is so bad. Like, he's telling the story of the barn and the three, the candy corn, scarecrow, the boogeyman, and pumpkin jack, or whatever his name is, which is a cool, dope mythology. Like, I love that part of the, the movie. That's the best shit about it. But the kid's telling this to, like, a group of trick-or-treaters, even though it's October 30th, which makes no sense. Do you remember that? that gets said when he but, threw that in there when he was getting in trouble he goes well i thought like what was the, the fucking principal i, the, I was the, the pastor the, of the church or something yeah so i thought you were gonna stop it well technically it's the 30th and not 
well then why are there kids dressed up and you're asking like why don't you have a costume i don't know because it's not halloween yeah <laughs> well just the way that scene was not even the way it was written was pretty bad but the way it was acted was just so off-putting right away to where that's when i texted you i said oh fuck i was like this is annoying i said oh god damn like it seemed over it seemed too overboard it seemed uh you didn't know how to pull back enough now you've you've crossed the line into annoying Mm -hmm. and just i just hated it that that whole opening scene for some reason it just really bothered me except the best friend he might have some stupid lines but he is the most like genuine actor i feel in the movie Mm -hmm. he comes off so natural even though he's given some crazy dialogue I was going to ask you who you actually did like the best because I was going to say I actually liked his. I want to, man, I want to say Josh or James. Does any of this sound right to you? Can't remember now. <laughs> yeah. But. I know the girl was Michelle and I thought she was okay too. Um, I liked her. Yeah. She was cute and she fit her role well. Like you yeah. could imagine like having a crush on her. And well, the scene yeah. where her and the best friend, they're acting together and she's like, I think I like that. They nailed it yeah it felt genuine and it wasn't this crazy dialogue but when like the lead is talking about his halloween rules do you remember that okay so he's talking about his halloween rules he goes why don't you and his friends teeing him up why don't you tell us about the he goes well that's the rule that i call like the trick where it's this he goes yeah but what about what about the other rule he goes well you know i call that the the treat rule (laughs) and then and then there was one uh what is this other rule he goes well i call that the, you know the trick-or-treated rule or like the golden the, rule or something there's a, yeah i call that the harvest but i call then there's the golden rule and it's all this stuff that like well uh, it also got the plot was got so convoluted to where they want to go see this rock show where ari ari layman ari layman yes first jason Voorhees, he makes a cameo as dr rock as a rock star Halloween host and our two leads want to go see this band demon inferno, but they're supposed to get candy for the town's church because the lead it's so convoluted, dude, I got angry and I did not expect that. I I was sitting there like eating candy corn thinking I'm about to fucking watch this fun eighties horror thing. And I actually got annoyed and then angry because I was like, why is this rock shit in here? I don't care about 80s horror rock and roll horror movie. Like, this is annoying. Why is this such a big plot point? Just get them to the barn. So we have that. And then the Michelle overhears, and then they get their other friends entailed into it because he has a van. And finally, they, and then where it becomes even stu- more stupid is like, oh, we, why can't you just go to the store to buy the candy? Oh, no james has got a really trick-or-treat to get the candy tell him the rules and then so they're planning on stopping at a town to trick-or-treat for the candy so they'll have it to give to the church so he won't be in trouble anymore but they're going to catch it a rock show in this other town that's not even the town that the barn is in but the guy's given the legend about the barn at the beginning i was frustrated because then sure enough they pull up and they're right at the barn in the middle of nowhere, there's the barn. Well, after they and, passed a sign that said, did that say Deathville? 
<laughs> I mean, some of it works. Like, you know, if it was just scaled back a little bit, pulled, pull, rein it in a little bit, it would, it would work. But it just goes so overboard to where it's, it, it becomes annoying. And they decide to camp out of the barn and we hear more of his bullshit rules. And the lead just, I don't want to, I mean, I like, I love everybody in this movie. I love everyone's hard work. But he just came off so annoying and pretentious to where I did. I was like, dude, I don't even want to watch you anymore. Uh, So they all wind up and going and knocking on the barn door and saying trick or treat three times. And that awakens our three monsters. And from there, the movie, I feel, is very fun. It has a few moments where we get a little like the gratuitous breast scene or uh, Jesus Christ when the fucking old man is telling them he was the other trick-or-treater with the little girl that got killed in the beginning and he when he's just ranting on and on like i've been trying to protect this town for 30 years and now i've got to try and stop him that was so hammy and bad that's when you needed a really serious good actor to lay that shit in there yeah and he and that old guy you're talking of he's sitting there and he was getting his like intestines and shit ripped out you see it like all his shit getting ripped out and then he like then the boys start talking to him and he says like i'm a goner boys so yeah no shit no shit they just ripped all your intestines out and then we have this whole dialogue with him after he's already been getting all his shit ripped out um i i I like plenty of stuff about this and i i appreciate being in sickos and the things that we've done and i would super appreciate being involved in this it's like hey i got i'm a part of this movie that's that's on it's on tubi if you want to watch it right now i'd be so happy I, by no means should anyone be like i mean even saying this sounds like i'm shitting on it but by no means should anybody be like embarrassed to be a part of this or anything because this is awesome this is so yeah. cool knowing the shit behind it I and gave I'm, to the sequel. Uh, <laughs> I helped with the crowd. Yeah. I gave some money to the sequel. So. And I, I, that's that's awesome. And I hope that something happens and one day they get that done and I would watch that too. And genuinely, like, like thank you guys for putting in the hard work and making this shit happen. So I don't, I don't want to make... But I, we also, I can't get on here and just like, I mean, I don't know. We're talking about it and what thoughts came to our mind. That's all that we're doing. Yeah. I'm telling know, you a genuine yeah. experience I had where I was excited to watch this and I went oh and then i got frustrated annoyed and then just angry for a minute just because it was so convoluted and then we finally when we get our monsters i relaxed and i got back into the fun of it because they just start fucking people up and it's kind and it's cheesy gore but it's effective it works It, it it that's when the movie becomes what i remember it being like that that massacre at the party scene that kind of shit um when they're just going around in the town killing people that shit is what i remember and I well, we, loved it. we get our van full of people and then that told me when i saw the van full of people heading to wherever i was like okay these are our characters this is who i'm gonna watch and let's see who goes first i'm like i think i know who it's gonna be and it was and they're you know they're searching through like this old barn and obviously our lead is kind of worried because he knows the whole backstory like his grandfather used to tell it to him whatever it was and they're like come on let's come on let's go like let's face your fears and sure enough they knock on the barn three times and they all say trick-or-treat and this unleashes everything and i was watching like here we go like here we go like now we can just enjoy a pumpkin guy who looked cool 
the fire yeah, between pump, like that looked pumpkin cool. jack yeah like that i thought he looked cool they all look dope i would say the candy yeah. man can't candy corn scarecrow mm-hmm. he lacked a little something yeah maybe maybe a little bit but then again when he got a kill later and the chick was like thought it was her boyfriend or whatever and she was fucking and like opened his mouth it looked kind of cool do you remember that like yeah 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 yeah. i'm not saying it was a total i just said it was it was just missing something but i thought they all looked pretty cool and then they're all searching this barn but then it turns into like there's a lawnmower inside and it was foreshadowing but it was forced foreshadowing where somebody says like oh man that's a bitchin mower yeah to a random old lawnmower and then someone says barfarama and then like uh like the only like the black dude character with the headphones and the big like donkey rope chain uh they're all leaving and he says they're in this creepy ass barn and he says uh i'm gonna hang out here for a while and try to figure out where the bad smell is coming from <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay yeah it's frustrating it's frustrating because you know that's what they're going for but it just it does it didn't work for me and then he go and he goes through this creepy barn after saying telling our lead uh no actually i'm gonna stick around i'm gonna look around see where this creepy like where the smell's coming from that's not a thing but he does and then he sees like some gnarly shit in a jar he says grody to the max and then he finds a head he's like i found a head i found a head yo yeah yeah (laughs) and then he sees someone sneaking up on him and he thinks it's one of his friends and of course it's the boogeyman yeah and he he gets killed and when the guy one of his buddies goes in looking for him he's peeking in there and he sees one of our monsters like they're back like and he just starts talking like uh hey so like and he looks over and he sees his friend's headphones and he's bloody I'm looking for the guy whose head who was wearing those headphones. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, why is everybody so dumb? And maybe that's like a, a knock or like a playoff 80s people, but I was were they even that dumb? Yeah, it, like I said, it goes a little too overboard to where it's it it takes the fun out of it because then you don't feel bad when these people die and you don't <laughs> care. So then I and then I don't know. And then even the, the, the black character's death wasn't even that fun because you, I think he, that's a cutaway one. We see the guy about to strike and then we see blood splatter on the lamp. We see his dead body later, but... And his severed know. head later, but yeah, yeah. I mean, for the, act, the kill itself. Hey, you know what? I'm going to have some candy corn right now. Hey, yeah. I got some right behind me, actually. You like candy corn, right? Sorry for the crinkling. I do. I got the case i got a pack of the regular candy corn the autumn candy corn and one with the pumpkins my daughter and i my daughter and i snack them up but that's awesome mckenna hates candy corn well shit if you're gonna candy corn break y'all i got myself a little bowl here dude i just said candy corn break 
And you can just hear me silently munching. Candy corn break, yo. Look at that. Look at that big ass bowl of candy corn. Yeah, daddy. So I'm gonna... candy corn scarecrow would be happy to feast on that. Feast on this hard dick, brother. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I got a dick and it's made of candy corn. Oh, your dick's the size of candy corn. I got a white tip. <laughs> Dude, thanks, but you're being too generous. <laughs> like, hold on. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Bite the yeah. Bite the yellow part off that candy corn. You got it. The yellow part's a little too thick. Anyways, back to the barn. <laughs> <laughs> they smash some pumpkins. <laughs> and then we get some kills. We get some old lady. We get a cool dude. The party scene is the best shit in the movie. Party city, dude. I just bought a Halloween decoration from there today. What did you buy? Just one of those uh like hanging Grim Reaper things. It was 10 bucks and it's pretty big. So oh Target just started putting out Halloween stuff. It wasn't all set up at all. Just a few just random a few things, things, but I got this little like pumpkin this rubber pumpkin that you press it in the middle and it uh my one-year-old nevy loves it and it farts <laughs> it farts right in your face Classic. <laughs> <laughs> shoots pumpkin seeds all down your throat it's a big hit at my household <laughs> daddy squeeze them squeeze them squeeze the pumpkins pumpkin. <laughs> pumpkin seeds shoot out it makes more of them I have 14 farting pumpkins in my house. They're all on a timer. Candy corn, man. <laughs> I know it's I know it's considered like one of the worst candies to a lot of people, but I'm a fan. I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I can't sit here and just eat a fucking tub of them. Oh. But just a few get throughout four, the season. Four or five every, you know, few days. Love it. Every few minutes. <laughs> every, four or five every few minutes, though. It's good. Um, yeah, so that was the... I don't want to... He, he was the guy who had the van, so he runs back to his girlfriend who he left behind, who he was banging. She gets her limb cut off, her arm cut off by the candy corn scarecrow, and then I think her eyes eaten out. Um, mm. Or no, mm. doesn't that happen? That happens to her, I think, or she gets impaled or something. I don't know. I know the guy who I think banged her got turned into a jack-o'-lantern. Oh, that's right, because he made a little joke. You can't even carve a skull in or something like that. You can't turn a skull into a jack-o'-lantern or something. And you're like, oh, I know what's happened to that guy later. Yeah, he'll be a he'll be a Jackie. Yeah, I mean, you're, I mean, you can't even go through this movie. No, like that's what I'm, do. I'm just saying. The movie, once the monsters come, at least it's fun. You're getting kills. The mm -hmm. party scene is the best fucking thing, even though it's a little cheesy. Just seeing everybody get fucking annihilated. That was, I remember that being the most fun when we saw it at the festival. Everybody was fucking into it. You could feel the vibe in the room. Everyone yeah. was just having a great time watching this thing, laughing when you're supposed to laugh, and just having a good good day. And um, then we get towards the end, and our twists or explanation type of 
stuff at the end is fine. It wraps up fun. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot of cool one-liners, like our main character. We need to start sarcastically. I uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe they're cool, depending on what you look. I mean, when you're smashing pumpkins or killing the pumpkin character, and our lead goes, "Let's make some pumpkin pie," but he has multiple lines like that. But then after he says, "Let's make some pumpkin pie." He says, see you later, alligator. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? Are we doing puns or not? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah, you I can't gotcha, make I pumpkin. Gotcha. You, you do the pumpkin pie thing, and he's doing all these things that make sense to the, the situation. But then he says, see you later, alligator. Yeah. Now, it would work if there was an alligator creature, and you were cutting his head off with something. But let's make some pumpkin pie. Smash. See you later, alligator. <laughs> that's yeah. That's pretty terrible, and it's frustrating because it's like all you needed was him to say that one one liner, and it works. Ooh. You get what you're. You get what you need, and like that's it. Instead of having having him do it multiple times, let's make some pumpkin pie. Let's Too make some pumpkin pie. Whipped cream. <laughs> Smash. See you later, alligator. Then walks away. You hear him crunching on the cornfield, but he turns back one more time. After a while, crocodile. And you're just watching it at home like, why was there two reptilian puns towards this pumpkin? Couldn't you just left it at the pumpkin pie? I've never fucked a pumpkin before. Time to pop my cherry. And then it just cuts to him fucking this shit. Shit, and this pumpkin, pumpkin head and his buddy james is like jesus christ dude let's go we gotta go we gotta get michelle fuck michelle okay then we just no mutant finally we have no hard rock music and we just hear the sounds of a dick smashing through a pumpkin for fucking for six minutes six minutes 20 seconds and James is like we every now and then we cut back to James and he's just like on his like, okay, come on man, hurry up, hurry up, <laughs> come on man, hurry up, finish. <laughs> we got we gotta get going. Well, yeah, we won't because. Good night. <laughs> Good night. It's late when we're recording this, so we apologize. We're way past we're past midnight, guys. This is a, a odd recording for us. Dude, it's and, Michael uh, Keaton's birthday. Happy birthday to the legend, Michael Keaton. Dude, if Michael Keaton had played the fucking old man in this, he would have oh. rocked the shit. Man, I watched Beetlejuice today with my daughter because we watched Leprechaun for like the fourth time. Jesus. And she, was, she wanted to watch it again. I'm like, hey, I was like, well, hey, look, Beetlejuice on here too. You want to watch, switch it up, watch Beetlejuice? Uh... Okay, I was like, oh man, thank God. So got to watch Beetlejuice today. So I accidentally watched Beetlejuice on Michael Keaton's birthday. So happy 70th. Jesus. Man. Oof. But uh <laughs> that, was, that was a genuine silence that just happened. My brain stopped. I looked, I literally got distracted by my own Halloween orange lights. I was like, man, they look cool. <laughs> my brain just stopped. I was like, 70. Fuck. 70. Oh, that scares me. That worries me. 
Well, yep. Robert England's still here. Michael can't, can't go before England. Ooh, they should do a movie about Robert England, like a biopic, and have Michael Keaton play Robert England. Why not? (laughs) They're both in their 70s. Just have Robert England play Robert England. (laughs) And then have uh, Robert, or have uh, Michael Keaton biopic and have Robert England play Michael Keaton. Make a new Beetlejuice, have Robert England play play Beetlejuice. (laughs) What if they're like, you're too old to keep playing Freddy Krueger, but you can play Beetlejuice, I think. Michael Keaton's just like, what the fuck? What? I'm playing Batman again. <laughs> Why can't I? He must be the oldest Batman now, right? I mean, I mean Adam West. How, how old was West when he last did it, though? Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. Adam West is Adam South now. He probably went to hell. I would watch the barn. <laughs> well what's 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 our, what's our ending jeff can you explain that real quick what's the like the the devil demon no because it got to the point where i was like okay just end oh really yeah because they kept doing shit to where it's like okay we we got him he's dead we're good and then something else would pop up or go and then i mean there's plenty of like cool shit and I mean, I don't even want to explain it all. We can't because it's okay. Gonna that's take, fine. Take too goddamn long. That's but fine. it did get to a point. Is which is our ending? What are we doing? Okay, and, that's fair. And then finally, they stab this main priest guy. Spoiler alert! They go down to finish up. They f- <laughs> they find the hole to hell, and he casually says, "Hey, I think I found the hole to hell." And then they don't talk about it anymore. Like, hey, I th- the 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 hole to hell is over here hellhole uh there's that we forget about that and then they get locked in the barn a basement and then the whole place is on fire it's like oh, don't worry maybe michelle will come for us then james was stabbed earlier he's like hey i think i need to sit down for a second but then they skip over that too because more shit happens and they have to fight off some weird creature and they kill him and once again for the whatever time they're like okay i think it's over cool don't worry someone will come for us and then a, a hand pops through the hellhole and then we end on a freeze frame and credits it's like okay and then the credits go for a little bit and then the movie starts up again i'm like no no <laughs> but it's just this michelle driving away because she was told to drive as far as she can and then uh, there's a pumpkin in the back seat and then it lights up as the pumpkin guy because the pumpkin guy can transition to pumpkin to pumpkin yeah, I mean, just watch it. I don't hate this movie at all. I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was fun, but there's, you know, there's, there's interesting stuff that I can't even. I'm it's, too far gone. It's definitely interesting because before I watched it, I was like, Jeff's gonna love this. Had I watched it before I recommended it, I might have been like, Oh shit, I don't think Jeff's gonna. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna like this or not. He might get it, but it might just still be too much for him because it's too much for me. Well, I say this: I I think I do get it, and I appreciate it, and I appreciate it a little extra with our little backstory and what we know. Having said that, obviously it's like an independent film thing, and there it just wasn't fun for you. Not as fun as it should have been. Um, it seems, it seems like it was more frustrating and. How about this? 
I would go ahead and rewatch this before I rewatch Dead Silence, a mainstream motion picture. Okay. There you go. Okay. And Fair enough. I, I mean, I don't know. I'd have to go look at everything else that we've covered. Maybe it would be even further on the list. But like I said, I don't, I don't know. Obviously, I'm watching. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's another movie or two that I would still watch this over, which says a lot coming from like how this movie was made. I respect it. Yeah. I, I appreciate it. And I genuinely, it's like, I, I, I don't know. It makes me happy. It puts a smile on my face knowing that this movie's out there. And I am glad that I watched it. And I thank the creators and everybody who was a part of it for putting this out there. I do appreciate it. Well, having rewatched it, I think I... Hate the movie and fuck no. everyone involved. <laughs> I think less highly of it than I did. Um, but I still obviously respect it. And I really love what they did with it. I mean, dude, they fucking went above and beyond with marketing this thing. They came up with toys of the monsters, had those made. They had an actual fucking video game made, like the old 80s uh, like video game for this, where uh, I forget the term. But I mean, it's super simple, but it's still what, like, look side, it up. Side scroller? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had one of those. Um, I remember seeing that and thinking that's fucking crazy. And just all the artwork and shit that they did for this. And the figures are awesome looking posters. They had other collectibles I can't think of at this time. But I mean, it was just all dope. I mean, I love that Pumpkin Jack character. That would be a cool figure to have. Mm -hmm. um, that said, I'm excited for the sequel just because I love indie filmmaking, especially indie horror. And I still like the movie. My friend, to sum it up, my friend that I was talking to about this described it as a warm blanket for like a halloween something to put on and like watch and so to put on pumpkins smother yourself <laughs> no just kidding. Yeah. just kidding and I, I agree with him yeah i and he agreed with me with the the things i felt about the annoying cringiness mm. at it and some of that stuff and the gratuitous tits um and yeah but please please make more like see, I mean, that's genuine like yeah. make more like i'm i'm here for it so I don't want it to come off like I'm like I, I'm in no fucking situation to fucking shit on anything. I'm just we're here. We're two guys like the only way this works is if we say exactly what we think we're watching, where we're watching. Yeah. But we still support fucking just make shit. Fuck oh, what other yeah. people think. Like, I think it's interesting when people talk about how they like or dislike something. But if you're just going out there, be like, fuck these guys, these filmmakers, they don't deserve. Then that's 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 stupid. That's not what it should be about. I, I enjoy this. I want to buy the Blu-ray of it, and I will, because the memory we have with it. Um, I think I like this movie more after talking about it. Mm. Now that I know what I'm going Would into, you rewatch this with me? Yeah. Uh-huh. Now that knowing what, what I'm going into, what to expect, for whatever reason, that makes me like, when I'll, I would watch this again. Especially with like with you, yeah, for sure. I kind of feel like we should after everything, like then to watch it together. But I'm down. It's short. But well, let me tell this the end of the story real quick because after we oh, yeah. the festival, yeah, I'll go quick. After the festival, uh, the barn won a bunch of awards. Jeff and I got in the car and we started driving. We got two hours in, maybe three, and my headache got so bad and I suffer terrible migraines that eventually just turn into me being incapacitated. I can't think, see, uh, deal with any kind of information. I vomit. And so I started feeling that way. I'm driving and Jeff couldn't drive us. And I was just, I remember I looked over at you and said, 
dude, I have to pull over. And you were so fucking, I could tell you were just like pissed and it made it even worse. Cause I felt terrible, uh, physically, like, but also now I felt bad just because we were planning to get home late that night. I think you had a lady friend that was going to hang out with you as soon as you got home. I think was, I already went to this trip and I originally, if I didn't go to this trip, I was going to go to this big party with a lady that I talked to later who had told me, yeah, if you would have went to the party, I think something would have happened like that night and we would have been together a, a lot sooner. I'm like, oh, no regret. I'm just, definitely no regrets now. Uh, but then, yeah, then there was another lady that was like, oh, okay, we're actually leaving early. So I should be back at my house around this time. I Keep in mind, I'm a single guy at the time with you know my own place. So I was, okay, this lady was going to come over. So yeah, I, I was disappointed. But I wasn't angry at you or like upset with you. I mean, just the situation. It sucked. Yeah, the situation sucked for both of us. It was a blow to morale. But mm-hmm. I think you thought I was being a little bit of a bitch. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I had the thought of like, I mean, how, like, how bad is this really? But I mean, look, we got to the, we got a hotel and I, like you were in there throwing up and we got to the hotel, dude. I walked in, it was the closest one. I said, how much? And they were like a hundred and something dollars a night. I was like, fuck me. That's more than I just spent on the entire trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm about to blow in one night, but I'm like, I need a bathroom and a bed. So I said, fine. I took it. We got into the. I remember we got into the hotel room and I immediately went to the bathroom and started fucking puking. Then I took a shower, came out. I looked like shit. I just remember looking at you sitting there with your booze, the TV. And I was just like, dude, I'm going to bed. When I wake up, we'll leave. Don't know when that is. Crawled back there and I fucking passed out. Black out, passed out. I think I woke up at just as the sun was getting up. I came over and I was like, let's go. We got Waffle House, hit the road, and I felt a million times better. Not that I spent that money, but I no longer felt sick. And I remember the rest of the ride actually being really fucking smooth. Like we were, we got, we shook off all that shit, got to sing it more. And then the cherry on the fucking uh, end of the trip was we just happened to get off at an exit because we needed gas. And we were like, well, let's get some food while we're here. And what do we see? logan's steakhouse the one that we fucking missed messed up on i didn't even realize it we got off on the exact same exit by chance just to get gas and i we turned and saw the fucking logan steakhouse and i said dude look that's the same like ramp how the fuck do we do that so the end of our trip we got to finally have logan's steakhouse Mm -hmm. and it sucked did it i don't know i I, remember they had peanuts on the table and shit yeah we had like that a little like what do you call it like a little pail of peanuts and then i remember i was like eating relatively like i remember i think i just got like some chicken and like vegetables or some shit like that i don't know what else the hell they had but i remember enjoying it and it was a very good burger it was a very good like topper to the like okay Mm -hmm. you know what we did it and it was a memory that will last forever. And the fact that we have video of our hotel there, video mm-hmm. on the like way there, video on the way back. With, we we're singing Redneck Woman by Gretchen Wilson on the way back. We must have sung it five times. At least. 
because the, that was the bit of our vines. It'd be like a vine, and it's like it was as if like the trip was going so long that it kept replaying. Like we're like, oh yeah, damn but it. Then we just belted. And then here we go. And then and we we leaned into it too. So yeah, dude, it's one of my favorite memories of our time when we kind of lived near each other. <clears throat> and that's why I picked the barn. I'm glad mm-hmm. we talked about it. Finally, know your opinion of it. Maybe we'll watch it in the future. Maybe we'll even watch the barn too if it ever comes out. That'd be um, perfect if it comes out and we can we have that able to us. I would love to watch that for the first time with you if that's an option. But one of my favorite memories, one of my favorite backstories behind a film. So this needed to be covered, and I'm glad we did. And we went into it for way longer than I expected. I'll tell you that. I thought this was gonna be a quick one. I expected to hop on and just go through it. But uh do you have any barn stories? I do. My third wife was actually killed in a barn so she walked in (laughs) no the the only barn story i have is i shot a sketch called shank and fish in an old abandoned barn and i went in there i was like this would be a perfect location i mean just from the outside i was like let's pull over and like we'll film in here if it's cool and it was just this old dilapidated wheel i was like the setting was amazing Mm -hmm. But randomly inside that barn was a doll, like an old school doll, kind of like the doll in this movie in the barn. Ironically mm-hmm. enough, if you remember that, the the girl that gets killed in the very beginning, uh, she was hanging by her neck by a like a thick rope. Someone hung a doll by the neck, and I used it in the bit. Like I just I I tapped it to make it swing, and I did, I had a, like I have a shot of it uh i filmed in there but i don't yeah i don't think besides stumbling across that i don't oh i also i had i guess you can kind of call her an ex who kind of lived off of a field in a barn and had a like multiple she had a huge field and multiple little barns and shit but we never end up filming anything there but yeah other than that i can't think of any Damn. crazy things I thought, because I, I was going to ask you as a joke, like, hey, you ever fucked a girl in a barn? So I thought that's where it was going. I was like, holy shit, I'm going to get that story. No, I don't think, I don't think we did. Because I, I went there with multiple other people. I went there with someone who I ended up getting with later. So I like bringing a girl that I was already about to get with didn't work out for me at the time. But no, I don't think so. Watch how I end up thinking of something later where maybe it happened but yeah i mean how many barns have you like really been around have you spent a lot of time in a old barns no i don't have any barn stories <laughs> let's get to the strive for five the strive for five let's find out what, oh so i hope hopefully i'm not out of turn here but uh is this where we have the caveat that we can only pick halloween horror movies yes yeah okay yeah. good good so the only caveat you get this you have to choose a halloween horror movie that has to re- not necessarily halloween themed i guess but it has to be a horror movie that has some relation to halloween yeah um the holiday not the franchise yes the holiday um that's the only caveat and if by some chance you don't get this then that would be mine as well it has to involve halloween because Dylan, it, it's that spooky season. 
We're getting mm-hmm. into October. I'm fucking happy about it. The weather's cooled down a little bit here. I'm excited. I know you are. We talk about it all the time. So let's get to it. That's the caveat. And the theme is going to be the barn. Obviously, what we just covered for these. And here are your categories because of that. Category one is uh, a farm setting. Category two, scarecrows. Uh, miners. Pumpkins. Like miners as in miners as in not underage actors or underage people actual miners okay um pumpkins and corn (laughs) okay well let's do uh for one point let's do pumpkins okay one point question under the barn theme pumpkin category one point this is an american horror film series that began in 1988 the series centers on a demon who attacks whomever it is summoned to destroy pumpkinhead that is correct dylan for another one point question you got farm settings scarecrows miners do scarecrows Scarecrows, scarecrows, one point. In 2019's Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, every character's scary story is directly related to their own fears. Tommy hates the scarecrow and it ends up killing him. Spoiler alert, sorry, guys. Uggie, Uggie. Uggy or Augie, Uggie frequently expresses concern about what's in the food we eat, and he ends up eating what? This is the scarecrow one? Scary stories to tell in the dark. Tommy hates the scarecrow, and it ends up killing him. Uggie, another character in this movie, he expresses his concern about what's in the food that we eat, and he ends up eating what? fuck it is a body part i really thought you were gonna ask what the name of the scarecrow was and i was like oh dope i've got this <laughs> fuck um because i've seen that movie and i just don't remember the body part um i, I know you've seen the movie that's why i put it as the one point because I, like, I know he's at least seen it damn i'm gonna say an eye because that's the only thing i can think of Uggy frequently expresses concern you might be surprised about what's it what's in the food we eat and he ends up eating a toe fuck that's right fuck yeah <laughs> it was a toe damn okay all right so we got Harold I think is the name of the scarecrow by the way yes. yes um so we're going to a three point so are you most confident in farm setting now all the care all the categories are available again farm setting scarecrows pumpkins miners and corn let's do fuck dude let's do farm farm setting for three points 
Okay, it's a beat. Okay, this could be get interesting here. The movie 1922 was Thomas James' third starring role in a film based on the works by Stephen King. What were the other two from 2003 and 2007, respectively? Uh, Dreamcatcher and The Mist. Correct. Nicely done. I love my Thomas James. Nicely done. Around. Fuck, dude. I thought that I thought you would be like, okay, the miss, but I thought you might be searching. That means we're going to this try for five, but only for a one-point question. Easiest question out of the three. And here we go. And now this doesn't relate to anything. This is a complete wild card. We're out of the theme okay. thing. Here we go. When Carrie, 1976 takes the stage after her election as prom queen, bullies douse her in what animal's blood? Pig's blood. That is correct. Dylan, the strive for five. We have reached five. Nicely done. What will we be covering next week? What horror Halloween movie are we dipping into october with um i don't think you've seen it yet and i'm trying to see if it's on anything at the moment um it might be on netflix let's see real quick because i've got two and this will kind of be my deciding factor but okay it's on netflix so i'm picking it uh hellfest hellfest from 2018 let me write it down Hellfest 2018. Well, there it is. We're becoming Hellfest. But like I said, it takes so much time to put all these fucking questions together. Let's do a quick run through of the other questions that were available and do just do a nice trivia portion. People rapid fire, people can play along. Just so I don't didn't waste my goddamn time throwing all that shit together. We might have to change this up because if you're gonna have to come up with all these dope questions and then we can't even use half of them. Well, I, I think it makes it fun towards the end where people can play along. I mean, trivia is always fucking fun. Like if you were to do a podcast and they start asking these questions, it'll make you think, you know, maybe it could be fun. So maybe this is a cool. I don't know. So maybe this way, if I say them at the end, it doesn't make them go to waste. All right. Here was the one-point question in the farm setting category. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise is known for its farmhouse setting. Which of the franchise was the first to not feature someone being massacred via chainsaw? Oh, that's the first to not feature someone being massacred by a chainsaw. Was it the fourth one, the next generation? It was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation. Which, which I cannot wait to cover. Cannot wait to cover that one. The three-point question in the Scarecrows category. This 2011 film is a remake of the 1988 movie Scarecrows. 2011? 
2011. I didn't know that movie Scarecrow's got a remake. Um, I don't know the answer. The answer was Husk. Have you seen Husk? Oh, I did not know that that was a remake to that. Look at apparently, that. Apparently, we're learning. The three-point question in Pumpkins. The happy pumpkin seen here is featured in a window of this 1982 horror anthology. Now, this is where I was going to show you a picture. It'd be your first visual clue, which I'll still show you. Hopefully you can see it. Um, creep show. Dylan, the answer was creep show. So, okay, here we go. Both the questions for minors. Here's the one point for minors. What are the first names of the two of the first two characters killed on screen in My Bloody Valentine 3D? Oh shit, I don't fucking know. That were based that were, was an homage to past silent killers. Oh, Jason and Michael. That is correct. Jason yeah. and Michael were their names. The first two. Not the biggest fan kills. of the My Bloody Valentine remake. I haven't seen it too many times. The three-point question from Kegory Myers. <clears throat> In this 2013 movie, a crew of coal miners becomes trapped 600 feet below ground after a disastrous collapse. As the air grows more toxic and time runs out, they slowly descend into madness and begin to turn on each other. What year? 2013. I don't know. I'm thinking of that Antonio Banderas movie. Oh. But I don't think that's it. No, it's not Shrek. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know this one. Uh, this was a movie called Beneath. Beneath a bunch of coal miners get trapped and Never sounds sounds pretty scary. So here are the two questions for the category corn. Corn. I just put an exclamation point with it. One point. I had corn tonight, dude, for dinner. Hey. With some mac and cheese and burgers. And you'll have it later. In what film the Yaqueen Phoenix replaced Mark Ruffalo, who had to pull out of the film due to a brain tumor? Don't worry, it was later found to be benign. That Queen Phoenix replaced Mark Ruffalo for this movie that featured corn. Oh, fuck. Uh, A horror movie. Signs. Signs was the correct answer. (laughs) I didn't think about it. (laughs) All right. The three-point question for the category corn. Courtney Gaines who plays Malachi in Children of the Corn, also plays Sheriff Sam Bramford in this 2019 movie with the word corn in the title. All those years later, he's in another movie. 2019 and corn's in the title. Must be one of the new Children of the Corn. I don't know the name though. Um, I would just think about this podcast that we just did. This episode we did tonight. Barn. 
<laughs> Barney Corn, Corn. Barney Barney Corn. <laughs> Barney Cornerstone. It's a movie called Candy Corn. Oh, oh fuck! I've seen that film. Oh, good night, Nelly Furtado. Shows you what I thought of it that I can't remember. Well, that is it. That's it. You you did great. Crushed it as per usual. I'm excited. I didn't have a movie on tap to pick. I got a little worried there. Um, we'll have one just in case because if you, I'd love to see what you would pick for the Halloween horror movie caveat. If I lose, I will definitely have it ready by next time. I'm glad we covered the barn. I'm glad we got this podcast done. And um, yeah, I look forward to the next one, buddy. I love you, man. I love our the memories that we have. I love you. This was a, to get to make. This was a nice trip down memory lane. This was a fun one for me. The mood was better, and uh, the backstory made it even more fun. So hopefully, people stuck it through, and hope that wasn't too too inside baseball to be enjoyable. But like I said, we we're covering the barn, so it might be an inside baseball episode anyway. So maybe if we get some one person to go watch this, chalk it up as a win. Oh yeah. Good times. Grody. <laughs> Barfarama. <laughs> That's it. Next week. Right. Yep.